and welcome uh, to this uh, book launch of the dark road uh, i now request uh, shri vivek agnihotri uh, the chief guest to please uh, occupy the chair same uh, shefali please mayurish as well a very good evening to all of you this is gauri devkare welcoming you to the launch of the dark road by indic book club let me introduce you to the chief guests and the writer of the book mr vivek agnihotri a leading ad maker turned director gave us offbeat and bold films like hate story and chocolate last year vivek made the path breaking buddha in a traffic jam a searing look at urban nexalism and the educational institutions that work as a breeding grounds for militants Vivek is currently working on a film about the death of former Indian Prime Minister Mr Lal Bahadur Shastri. Vivek will be travelling next month to the Facebook headquarters in the USA to participate in a town hall to discuss his work in exposing nexalism. Welcome Mr Vivek. Our star for the night Mr Mayur Didolkar. Mayur wrote and self-published his first novel Kumbhapur Rising in 2014 The Dark Road which he wrote in exactly 30 days is a second novel a prolific non-fiction writer mayur has written close to 80 articles across more than 10 platforms like swarajya and mind makers mayur is an investment advisor by profession and whenever he is not writing or selling mutual funds he is either telling colorful jokes in comedy clubs or training for a marathon Welcome Mr Mayur. Shailendra Marathe. He is a coordinator for IBC Pune. He runs his own coaching academy and teaches postgraduate courses at Symbiosis, MIT and other institutions as well. He occasionally writes for Swarajya and Mind Makers. Shailendra hopes to get at least one of his half finished novels out by next year. Shefali Vaidya She is one of the most recognizable face of nationalism on social media Shefali's blogs social media posts and vlogs are avidly followed by her thousands of followers Her writing is marked with her trademark wit and her tell it like it style of narration An avid traveler Shefali's travel logs are as popular as her political writings Her first book on parenting will be out this year. Welcome Shefali. I now request Mr Vivek to start the gathering with Deep Rajwalan. Thank you so much Vivek and Shefali and Shailendra Going ahead can I please request Vivek Agnihotri to launch the book The Dark Road uh, Mayur's book is published electronically on Jagarnath's platform so we thought it is fitting that you know we use the tab to uh, basically launch it here right and uh, we will not be able to project it though for some technical issues okay so please bear with me Thank you Vivek can i please request you to please address the meeting 
Hello, everybody. This is my second visit in last two weeks to Pune. Uh, I think in last ten years, this is the most frequently I have visited and got to meet some lovely people in Pune. Pune is a wonderful city. I realized when I came here last time and this time I just met some people here. Because the people I met generally had no agenda. So when I said, okay, I'm going for a book's inauguration, they asked me what's the name of the person, author, and what's the name of the book. And then they started asking me, uh, what is this book all about? Which you will get to know anyways. And they started discussing the book. And whatever I read, I was just telling them a little bit. And what I realized, there was a group of six, seven people from different sections of society and very politically aware. And what I realized, the difference between, and why I'm sharing this observation, because it's a very critical uh, observation. What I realized that the difference between a big city, a Bombay and Delhi kind of city, the mindset of that city, and the difference between the mindset of a city like Pune is basically, I realized that people were more interested in knowing the content. Whereas in bigger cities and metropolitan cities like Bombay and Delhi, what people are more interested in, uh, uh, interested to know, that what is the political leaning of the author. They want to know where the author belongs, what's his power uh, base, what is his readership base, or is he my side or is he on the other side. And basis that we evaluate books or uh, poetry or movies. And I have experienced people who know me, they know that I have also experienced it in my life, in my uh, last couple of years. The point which I want to make, I was reading, when I was coming, I was reading his book. He has gone into various uh, uh, dimensions. And what I really like that your book is not uh, forcibly dramatic. Okay, that is everybody thinks that the audience is fleeting, so let's make everything so dramatic so that you hook the audience right from first line. I liked it slowly grows, you get into the characters and you realize. The point which I want to make is that today we have lost, God has given us a faculty. When we are born, we have a faculty which has nothing to do with rational thinking. It's basically instinctive. And on the basis of instinct, we react to creative things in this world. You know, like a beautiful flower or a rainbow. When you look at a rainbow, you're not saying whether this rainbow is uh, on the left side of the horizon or the right side of the horizon. You're not saying whether the rainbow has a right to express himself. Nobody questions rainbows. Nobody questions flowers. Nobody questions the creativity of Mother Nature and we accept it in totality and we learn slowly to appreciate it not because we are born to appreciate it. Because the society, the school, the education, everybody trains you. They train your minds. English Hindi What are you comfortable? Hindi is okay or English? Tell me. Sure, So, serious light that somewhere 
I think somewhere in modern India, I don't, I don't want to talk about the world because I'm not an expert, I just know about India. Somewhere our education system has worked as an antidote to this faculty which naturally we know how to appreciate uh, good things. Naturally we know how to uh, uh, appreciate communication. How animals, your dog is sitting there, people say, my daughter and And I never used to believe, but now I've started believing as I have with age that I think dogs actually talk. They actually understand what you're saying. I don't know how. Birds, I've seen birds, which I travel a lot in nature. Birds also learn, uh, birds also talk to you. They sit and they, if you are staying in a forest and they come and sit on your balcony and you, without scaring them, if you slowly start looking at them, if you slowly, very slowly start, uh, try to communicate with them, you'll find they communicate with you. Which means we are born with this faculty. But what has happened in last 50, 60, 70 years, I have seen that slowly we are teaching our children or we are educating the entire society not to appreciate communication. We are filling it with so many prejudices, so many biases that we have forgotten how to appreciate a good novel, a good poetry, a good quote, a good joke, anything which is expression. I think the, prob the reason uh, behind that is that in a competitive world, in an ever-competitive world, ambitious world, we are always trying to impress people. Everywhere you go, people are trying to impress everybody else. Nobody is trying to express. And I think that's where the fundamental problem uh, is with the literature. Hindi poetry I don't know about Marathi, but I know about Hindi poetry because I am very I love it and I read. Hindi poetry is almost over. That chapter is gone. Now where is Hindi poetry found today? It is found on TV shows or on uh, in, uh, more real reality show kind of Kavi Sammelans. Everybody is there okay, and try to, trying to make a political point. To make political point, they are politicians and this is like unnecessarily we live with this burden just because you are a creative person so you have to have a political opinion. Not necessarily. Okay. So the problem is that every writer, every poet, every author, every single person today is trying to impress. Nobody is trying to express. And the minute you stop expressing and you start trying to impress, creativity ends. The reason I am saying this is because when I started reading his book, it really made an impression. Because it was different. It was different. It wasn't trying to psych me in first two lines. When I read the first page, you believe me, I'm telling you honestly, so honestly, that I actually three times, ten days ago when he sent, I read the first page. I said, Then I went back and I realized that's what he has chosen to express, he's to tell a story. आप फिल्मों में देखिए आज की तरह आपको दूर जाने की जरूरत नहीं अपनी जिंदगी में देखिए मुझसे लोग मिलते हैं कहते हैं आप क्या करते हैं मैं कहता हूं मैं फिल्म बनाता हूं कहते हैं अच्छा जी आप क्या बना रहे हैं मैं जो बोलता हूं ये ये फिल्म बना रहा हूं तो कहते हैं अच्छा इसमें हीरो हीरोइन कौन है पूरे इंडिया में ऊपर से नीचे तक मैं कह रहा हूं बड़े-बड़े बुद्धिजीवी जो आप जितने भी वर्ल्ड लोग हो 
इंडिया में पूछते ही हैं चाहे कुछ भी हो जाए एंड द मिनट यू लीव इंडिया यू गो आउटसाइड इंडिया नो बडी आस्क यू दैट पीपुल से वॉट इज दिस फिल्म ऑल अबाउट मैं एक फिल्म बना रहा हूं लाल बहादुर शास्त्री की जो मिस्टीरियस डेथ हुई थी ताशकंत में उसके ऊपर बना रहा हूं मुझसे किसी ने भी ऑलमोस्ट जितने सो कॉल्ड बुद्धिजीवी लोग हैं मुझसे कभी कोई ये नहीं पूछता अच्छा हैव यू डिस्कवर्ड समथिंग हैव यू फाउंड समथिंग व्हाट इज देयर इन दैट मिस्ट्री नोबडी डिस्कसेस लाल बहादुर शास्त्री विद मी एवरीबडी गिव्स मी ज्ञान ऑन हु आई शुड कास्ट सब कहते हीरो हीरोइन कौन है कास्टिंग हो गई कास्टिंग क्या है तो समवेयर हम लोग कास्टिंग पे कवर पे पैकेजिंग में इतना ज्यादा इन्वॉल्व हो गए हैं इसीलिए यूल फाइंड दैट देर इज सो मच ऑफ इन एन फ्यूटाइल एब्सोल्यूटली सुपरफ्लुअस सुपरफिशियल डिबेट ऑन फ्रीडम ऑफ एक्सप्रेशन स्पीच इज देयर एवरी सेकेंड डे ऑन टीवी और न्यूज पेपर वाई शुड बी देर वाई शुड देर बी अ डिबेट ऑन फ्रीडम ऑफ एक्सप्रेशन आप मुझे बताइए आपको कोई रोकता है कुछ बोलने से क्या आप कल्पना कर सकते हैं हिंदुस्तान में किसी को कोई रोकता होगा बोलने से लोग फालतू कि हमें ये नहीं बोलने दिया ट्विटर में मेरे को गालियां दे दी आप भी गाली देते हैं वो भी आपको गाली देते हैं फिर भी आप बोलते तो रहते हैं कोई रोकता तो किसी को नहीं है तो फ्रीडम ऑफ एक्सप्रेशन से आप क्या चाहते हैं कि आप जो भी बोलें और कोई कुछ बोले नहीं आपको सो ये जो पूरी डिबेट है फ्रीडम ऑफ एक्सप्रेशन को लेके ये अपने आप में ही व्यर्थ है इट्स सो सुपरफ्लुअस आई थिंक वॉट वी नीड टू डू इज इमीजिएटली सिंसियां काफी मेच्योर uh, रहना मैं ज्यूम करता हूं सबके शायद बच्चे हों या आपके इन्फ्लुएंस uh, में होंगे आई थिंक वॉट वी नीड इन इंडिया इज टू एजुकेट अवर चिल्ड्रन टू लर्न टू एप्रिशिएट स्टोरीज एवरीथिंग इवन एन एस एज अ स्टोरी द मिनट यू हैव एनी थिंग विच हैज गॉट एनी काइंड ऑफ अ न्यू यूनिवर्स अ न्यू काइंड ऑफ एन ऑर्बिट विच यू डोंट नो अबाउट आई थिंक दैट ज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट हम हर चीज को बड़े सुपरफिशियल लेवल पर डिबेट करके उसको दुनिया भर के आर्ग्यूमेंट्स में वेस्ट कर देते हैं वी ट्राई टू मेक एवरीथिंग लुक लाइक पोलिटिकल यस ही इज रिटन अ वेरी नाइस ब्यूटिफुल स्टोरी अब उसको आप पोलिटिकल जस्ट बिकॉज समबडी टच इज अ लेफ्टिस्ट इशू और दिस इशू यू कैन मेक इट अ पोलिटिकल डिबेट बट आई थिंक इट्स वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट दैट वी लर्न टू रीड बुक्स ओनली purely from the content point of view we learn to look at movies songs music aapne dekha nayi generation agar aapke bachche ho to aap dekhenge gaadi mein jab wo baithte hain to 10 seconds se zyada ek channel nahi bajne dete they keep changing all the times why is it happening it's happening because somewhere the content is also not holding you all the content is trying to impress you look at all the songs look at our music music means bollywood music there is no other music left in this country और ऐसा आप ये मत सोचिए कि आप गिल्टी नहीं है और यू नो कोई और ऐसी गलती करता हो आप भी अपने बच्चे के जन्मदिन में आई कैन गारंटी यू आप वही सब होता होगा हर पार्टी में बॉलीवुड के गानों में लोग अल्टीमेटली डांस करने लगते हैं वी ट्राई टू ये क्यों होता है व्हाई एवरीथिंग गेट्स डाउन टू बॉलीवुड वाई एवरीथिंग गेट्स डाउन टू स्टार्स हीरो कौन है हीरोइन कौन है इसमें आर्ग्यूमेंट क्या है आई थिंक दैट इज एब्सल्यूट वेस्ट ऑफ टाइम जिंदगी तो हमारी और आपकी है I am so happy. I am so glad that I have got this opportunity to be here on this stage, because here is a book which basically the time to come 
अब आपको बुक्स जो है हाथ में पढ़ने को मिलेंगी भी नहीं धीरे टाइम्स आर चेंजिंग ओके इन टू थ्री फोर इयर्स आई हैव अ वेरी स्ट्रॉन्ग फीलिंग कि मूवीज जो है वो भी थिएटर में रिलीज नहीं होंगी यू मे नॉट हैव टू गो टू अ बुक शॉप जैसे आज हिंदी या मराठी की बुक खरीदने आप कोई बुक शॉप में जाते हैं कोई जाना ही छोड़ दिया लोगों ने बिकॉज इट बिकम सो डिफिकल्ट इफ यू वॉन्ट अ हिंदी बुक इज सच अ पेन दरियागंज जाओ बॉम्बे में कहीं जाओ तो लोगों ने पढ़ना ही छोड़ दिया उसको राइट आई होप दैट लॉट्स ऑफ पीपल राइट लॉट्स ऑफ बुक एवरीबडी हैज अ स्टोरी Everybody has a great story, and those days are also gone. That only uh, somebody from Oxford can write it. Today, the power is in your hands, Mayuresh. I am very happy and glad you have done that. You express the best part of this book is that it is not. It did not try to impress me. I have not been able to read lots of great, very talked-about films. You know, oh sorry, uh, books, because after tenth page, I don't know. I cannot comprehend them anymore because they are. forcing themselves onto you they are trying to create plots and though you are in a suspense genre bole aap kaisko ki kuch aur bolte suspense in suspense it's so easy for an author to deceive cheat fool the audience you know i am i have spent most of my creative life doing suspense stuff and i have done that what is the hook how do we trigger it off what we do in first थ्री पेजेस फोर पेजेस यू गेट हुक्ड जैसे मैं भी आपको स्पीच देना शुरू करूं और शुरू के दो मिनट में आपको मजा नहीं आएगा आप चले जाएंगे इट्स नॉट माई फेलियर इट्स योर फेलियर इफ आई कुंट रीड बुक्स बियॉन्ड एट और टेन पेजेस इट वॉज माई फेलियर बिकॉज आई वॉन्टेड दैट एक्साइटमेंट ऑल द टाइम्स एंड दैट्स एग्जैक्टली हम बुक उठाते हैं आप देखिए बुक शॉप में लोग कैसे बिहेव करते हैं बुक उठाते हैं कवर देखते हैं और पसंद नहीं आता रख देते हैं डोंट इवन बॉदर टू रीड वॉट इज इन साइड राइट और जो लोग यहाँ पे सोशल मीडिया में वो ये जानते होंगे कि हम लोग वी जस्ट रीड द हेडलाइन एंड वी स्टार्ट पासिंग ऑफ द इन्फॉर्मेशन विदाउट इवन रीडिंग द कॉपी सो देयर फोर द चैलेंज इज ऑन द राइटर्स ऑल्सो द राइटर्स ऑल्सो हैव टू राइज अबव एंड दे ऑल्सो हैव टू ब्रिंग इन स्टोरी एंड आई होप यू डोंट टेक फाइव ईयर्स टू राइट अ बुक यू ऑलवेज टेक थर्टी डेज टू राइट अ बुक बिकॉज इन इन अ वर्ल्ड फुल ऑफ फ्लीटिंग इन्फॉर्मेशन इन अ ओवर कम्युनिकेटेड सोसाइटी आई थिंक इट्स क्रिटिकल that lot of stuff is written all the times and as innocently and as beautifully as you uh, have done it i am not going to talk about book at this stage though i have some points which i'll talk to you uh, separately because uh, it's their department they need to talk about the book so all the best i am really glad to be here and one thing i just want to tell you with last before i close i have learned something through personal experience i have always been in big businesses coke and gillette and pepsi numbers and uh, big markets and big lots of people every launch has to be like big and all that then i was making big commercial films so everything was big 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 in life numbers and numbers when my film got selected for mami buddha in a traffic jam a small film and i thought that the entire industry is going to come and watch this film and i realized that hardly 20 30 seats were occupied the first screening only 20 or 30 seats were occupied in the first screening and it was the most disheartening scene i mean you make a movie wait for 3 4 years and finally you don't have the full capacity because humne har cheez ko blockbuster houseful and mega us pe convert kar diya hai our life ke jo chote chote innocent simple movements unko hum bhool gaye the the learning what i learned really is that by the time we were closing 6 months down the line you know the entire campaign and the last one was in kanpur iit 
वहाँ एक ओपन एयर थिएटर है एंड देवर सिक्स थाउजेंड स्टूडेंट्स और वहाँ सांस लेने की जगह नहीं थी कहीं पे भी बिकॉज सम स्टफ आर बिल्ट ऑन वर्ड ऑफ माउथ ओके एंड आई एम रियली इम्प्रेस्ड विद दिस एंड आई हु एवर इज हियर यू मस्ट रीड इट इट्स नॉट जस्ट अ इवेंट दैट यू हैव कम फॉर आप किताब को उठा के जस्ट रीड इट एंड टॉक अबाउट इट एंड ट्राई एंड मेक श्योर दैट टू मोर पीपल रीड द बुक because by doing that you are not helping the book or you are not doing any service to the book or the literature industry don't get into this high moral thinking matuk you know what you are doing you are just sharing what you liked because we can share things in this world other than selfies so it's very important to share the books we like thank you very much keep promoting books thank you very very much for the insightful and thought provoking words and thoughts congratulations mayur and now i think i'm sure the audience is quite excited to uh, to know about the book so i request you to please come and read a chapter from the book thank you uh, hi good evening friends uh, so i'm going to read a chapter from my book a very short three page chapter uh, to give a background of this chapter uh, my novel deals with the murder of a young woman called sanjot pathak and the novel opens when she is already dead and uh, a novel cuts back uh, back and forth between her life when she was there and the investigation of her murder so the chapter that i'm going to read and uh, the person who is assisting the police in her murder is also uh, her mentor when she was there so the chapter i'm going to read is the first time the mentor meant Uh, mentor met sanjot the victim when when she was there so that is where we are going to start <coughs> memories are progenies of impressions very often the earliest memory we have of a person is the first memorable interaction we have had with them siddharth pandit's first real memory of sanjot pathak was the night her sister disappeared okay uh, just a sec i am sorry so the story is that before sanjot died 8 years before that her elder sister disappeared one night and when the novel opens nobody knows whether that sister was also dead or she had just run away from home or something so this is the background he had seen sanjot as a baby in her mother's arms but the night amruta went missing was when he noticed her first time as a person it was 4 in the morning and siddharth had been asleep for less than 90 minutes when his mobile rang He was a light sleeper and answered almost immediately. Siddhu Dada, the voice on the other side belonged to a girl, but Siddharth had trouble placing it for a moment. After his unsuccessful bid for the assembly last year, a lot of people called him Dada. Yes, who is it? He asked. Dada Sanju here, Sanjot Pathak. I woke up and my whole house is empty. Siddharth sat up in bed and fumbled for his glasses by his bedside. What do you mean empty? He said. He was already walking to the closet to pull out last night's jeans and T-shirt. Baba, Mama, Amruta, Tai, all are gone. I am the only one in the house. Did you call Rajiv on his cell? Siddharth knew the answer, but he still asked. It is on the living room coffee table. I am looking at it right now. Her voice was shaking. Okay, Sanju, I want you to listen to me. Are you listening? Yes. She was sobbing now. I want you to go to the kitchen and try and make two cups of coffee for us. Once that is done, I want you to come to the living room and switch on the TV. TV? She asked. Will you do this? I want you to focus. It is important. Are you focused, Sanju? His voice was calm, soothing. He was out of his fourth-floor apartment, car keys in hand. He held one phone in the crook of his neck to speak to Sanju, while his second call, uh, second to call his driver, come bodyguard who lived close by. Yes, Dada, I am waiting for you. She said between sniffles. 
He rang her doorbell approximately 15 minutes later. Sanju opened the door and that was how Siddharth would remember her for the rest of his life. Sanju was already tall by then, nearly 5 feet 5 inches. She was a slim girl with just a hint of breasts even at the age of 15. She was dressed in a white t-shirt and Mickey Mouse pajama bottoms. When she saw him, she threw herself in his arms and nearly climbing onto him like a monkey. She was sobbing. Siddharth stroked her head and walked in, awkwardly supporting her weight against his. He made her sit on the sofa and drink half a cup of coffee she had made. He heard her story again, though he knew some of it already. Then he asked her to get dressed. She was going to spend the night at his house with his aunt. Sanju went to her room and emerged a few minutes later, having changed into a pair of jeans. She had put her hair up in a cute ponytail and washed her face. Her face, grief-stricken, looked lovely. Siddharth sent her home with his driver and then sat on the curb awaiting the driver's return. He made no effort to track down Sanju's parents or sister during that time. Later, as he coached her for her first marathon, as they spent numerous hours running, cycling or trekking together, Siddharth grew closer to Sanju, perhaps more than any of her other friends. He saw her girlish side. He saw her manipulative side. To him, Sanju was full of contradictions. A vixen working her charms one moment, Alice lost in the woods the next. But when he finished his often frustrating, mostly useless analysis of her personality, this was his last memory of her. Sanju as a scared, defenseless teenager, throwing herself in his arms. She was in danger and she had called him. A man is placed under obligation by a faith like that. Thank you. This goes on, Mayur. Thank you so much. Um, can I request Shafali Vaidya to please come and moderate a question and answer session with Mayur? With a scary book like this. <laughs> okay, it is actually not a very scary book. So if you read my first novel, Kumbhapur Rising, that was a genuinely scary book and i mean a quick anecdote about that i had hired a, a proofreader to correct the book and she quit the book midway because she found it disgusting so so i mean that was how it was um, i think i was always fond of reading so i have i have been a voracious reader all through my life so first in marathi and then in english and i think the two genres that i enjoyed most are horror and crime fiction so i guess uh, reading a lot of crime fiction was the primary motive for writing a crime fiction book so when did the light bulb for the dark road go on first i mean when did you get this exact germ of the idea okay so uh, the funny thing is that most of the time i really do not remember the time or the the occasion which which prompted the idea so at one point of time i started thinking about this story about the a family which loses two children two daughters to uh, acts of violence and initially i thought that i would write a supernatural story with the ghost of the elder sister investigating the murder of the younger sister uh, actually in this book some some of those elements have been retained some some elements have been changed and uh, i always i was always very interested in finding out the kind of uh, long term effect of violence has on families so a, a family which faces any kind of violent incident like disappearance of one of their family members or murder uh i believe fundamentally gets changed from inside and that in itself might keep on having a kind of a dominoes kind of a effect and and you would never know so on the face of it you may think that the family has recovered or they have sort of put that incident behind them but the true part is that probably they they would never do that so i just wanted to kind of examine that 
Which brings me to the next question. In this book as well as uh, your next book that you're talking about, your main character seems to have dysfunctional relationships with the family members for whatever reason, for trauma, for whatever. So why this this particular uh, fascination? I mean, why 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 do you uh, intentionally take characters that uh, have dysfunctional relationships? Okay, so I mean, characters with happy relationships are fairly dull. So. <laughs> So you, I mean, you you have happy people, and then I mean, you would probably make a better movie out out of that. So, Mr. Suraj Bajaja and the Bajaja, the Rajeshri films industry, they made a career out of it. Um, having said that, I think uh, the conflict is actually at the basis of every story, every theme. So even if you take a fundamentally happy movie like say Ham Apke Hai Kaun, or fundamentally happy movie like I don't know Ham Saath Saath, there is still some element of conflict in it. uh the other part is also the way somebody goes about constructing the story so in my case most of the story gets constructed with a question which is like what if so if i'm sitting here and i'm watching somebody and i'm suddenly think that okay what if this person goes through this experience now for that story to become interesting that experience needs to be uh, a it needs to be fairly impactful so so it needs to have some meaningful impact on that person's life and it it fundamentally should seek to change that person in some way or the other because otherwise some incident is not happening so for me to watch a movie is not going to be a life changing experience but for me to for example in 2013 when i decided to run my first marathon training for that marathon was a life changing experience but then that also came with a fair amount of so called dysfunctional relationship with my own body because i really went through that so so i think that conflict is what fascinates me vivek in his speech said that a book should be about the content i mean you should read a book for the pleasure of reading a story but your book also has other elements mm. through fear sanjot's fiance mm. you are also making some scathing comments about nakshalism mm. so was that intentional i mean did you want to give a message or was it just came about as a part of the story how important was the message to your story okay so let me put it this way that first of all i think i completely agree with vivek that uh, for an artist to bring his politics into his writing is a profoundly bad idea so in fact right now i'm taking a online uh, writing course by a very famous playwright called david mamet he's he's written plays like glengarry glen ross and american buffalo and he had mentioned this incident which happened last year so there is this broadway show called hamilton and the cast of that uh, and one one night uh, the vice president mike pence he had gone to attend that show and uh, after the show was over the cast made some comments to mike pence saying that we do not approve of your politics and this is the kind of hateful politics that we will not stand by and david mamet made a mention of that in one of his writing classes and he said that that is such a profoundly uh, dishonest thing for an artist to do so an artist job is not to i mean just because you have been given the days or you have been given a book or a platform your job is really not to preach your audience or your job is not to automatically assume that you know better about politics morality or social social no uh, discourse than your audience your job essentially is to entertain your job is to tell a story or tell i mean to to uh, through any i mean through a play or a movie or a novel what you are doing is you are essentially telling a story i completely believe that having said that i think we are all children of our time we are all children of our uh, the age that we grew up in so a lot of american writers in the 1960s and 70s even they did do not choose to write about vietnam they would have a overhang of vietnam war so stephen king uh, my favorite writer he says that nearly every book that he wrote between 1970 and 1990 there was some kind of a hangover of vietnam because the characters that he showed were the children who grew up during that uh, war era 
so today we live in highly politicized time so, so i mean when i went to a college in pune in 1990s i don't think we cared about who won the assembly election or who won what election today that that's not the case so we have because of social media we have become more aware people have become more intense so which means that you see uh, i think every week two or three friends unfriend me or unfollow me on facebook and twitter saying that they do not approve of my political opinion so it is impossible to write a completely non political novel without without having these elements and i thought that adding that uh, urban nationalism uh, chapter to it made it fairly interesting so i think i was looking at it more from what will make the novel interesting rather than do i want to make a point or not and while we are on that topic i think uh, giving a message while entertaining is a very difficult art uh, vivek's movie buddha in a traffic jam was actually an excellent example of that so as a movie for those 2 hours 2 hours 10 minutes whatever the duration it was a completely riveting engaging movie so at no point of time i felt that watching that movie was a work or that was something that i had to do because i wanted to learn about urban nationalism but at the same time it gave such a profound message about the way we are losing our educational institutions to the uh, violent left or the the fringe elements of left i think that's a difficult art that would take experience so vivek has been doing this for quite some time i might attempt that at some point of time but that was not what i was trying in Uh, one character that I am very curious about is Prasanna Kilidhar, the the private eye who actually investigates Anjot's murder. I find her choice very um, interesting because a she is an older woman, she is a retired commissioner of police. She is also a very cool cop. She has her own cool girl gang, and she is a very interesting person. Now my point is, why did you choose a retired police commissioner and not somebody younger? and why did you choose i mean it was a conscious choice obviously to place prasanna kilidhar as a woman of a certain age who is a retired cop and who has a cool gang so can you talk me uh, talk a little bit more about how her character evolved so i think uh, again i go back to so most of the time we will write what we like to read that is where it is so most of my, a lot of my novels that i uh, if i make a list of top 20 or top 30 books that i like i think most of them would have very strong women characters so uh, that is that is one part so there is always uh, so for example there is a writer called ken foliet who writes second world war and those kind of adventure stories and all his stories have a female protagonist uh, one of my favorite psychological thriller silence of the lambs that has a, a female protagonist yeah again i mean fargo a movie in the 1990s that was again such an unusual now if you see fargo it's very interesting that we should bring it up so again i mean that sheriff is unlike any uh, police officer that you are used to seeing so she is eight months pregnant most of the time she is asking her husband to start the car in the morning and she is constantly making references to being pregnant so i think that that element is there uh, choice of a woman actually i think that a uh, breakdown of law and order in a society has much more scarier implications to women than to men i mean a society which really does not have a good governance or a good law and order women tend to become women tend to be victimized more than men because of the nature of the violence so women are also likelier to face violent crimes and therefore a woman truly and i mean a woman would somehow understand the value of maintaining law and order in society in a way that maybe men would never be able to understand uh, a murder represents probably the worst violation of law and order in society so so the fact that a man can decide that he'll bypass the entire legal system and for whatever reason he or she doesn't want that other person to live he will kill him that represents the beginning of crumbling of a societal structure and therefore i think that would have a more immediate 
cause or i mean why why would the author be invested so for example why would somebody who is retired from a police's job want to go back to investigating a murder um, i think a woman is likelier to do that because she understands what it means what what the young woman who gets murdered she uh, prasanna the, the protagonist she understands the importance of making sure that the killer does not go unpunished at some point of time i think she makes a reference also so there is a scene where she is speaking to one of the uh, one of the leader of a communist a fringe communist outfit and he talks about extrajudicial killing and she said that let me tell you the kind of extrajudicial killing that i worry about that there was a woman who went to a camp campsite somebody walked into her campsite took a bat hit her on the head she fell down hit her on the head again and again till the time her face looked like it was stepped over on by an elephant that is the kind of extrajudicial killing i care about other than that it is just politics so i think that 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 was the whole idea the girl gang and all i think uh, it it just came about i mean there was really no i didn't know that she would be such an interesting person when i started writing i began writing in marathi so i mean uh, very interesting till the time i think i was i was about 16 or so i was functionally illiterate in english so i didn't read my first book in english till i was i think 16 or 17 year old so before that and i started writing when i was i think 10 or 11 year old so the first story that i wrote was in marathi i might write in marathi now again i mean at some point of time but i'm really not sure i mean right now my problem is uh, capacity so if i have the bandwidth i'll write you're a marathoner you're a financial planner you are a stand up comic and mm. you also write on serious topics mm. other than making jokes and seeing mm. if anybody laughs or not he's a mm. yeah he's a uh, he book reviews also he does so my uh, thing is how do you how do you manage all this okay i think i have some amount of maniacal energy so i, I so what happens in my case is that i have long periods of activity with for i mean bursts of activity with followed by some uh, shorter periods of inactivity so every once in a while i might just pull the plug and spend eight days doing nothing but watching tv and literally doing nothing i mean i can i can watch television for 10 12 15 hours a day also and i am pretty proud of it so so i never have a problem what to watch so people are always complaining that there is nothing worth watching on television in my case i'll at any given point of time i would have one or two programs that i would kind of want to watch uh second thing is that i also think that uh a lot of times we really overstate the paucity of time in a lot of cases so uh, if you really make some kind of a plan or a schedule for yourself it is possible to put in say 4 5 6 hours of day now one of the thing i think one of the best decision that i made for myself was to quit my job in 2015 and start my own company now when you are doing the exact same work for yourself instead of uh, doing it for someone else what you are doing is that you are cutting off all those meetings the conference calls the sessions the management sessions all of them all the work that you are doing is either to acquire a customer service a customer or 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 to upsell to that customer so that freed a lot of time for me other than that uh, i don't know i mean i i guess I, it is just a question of being organized so making sure that you are allotting times for each activity so for example when i was training for a marathon i would get up at 5 in the morning and from 5 in the morning till about 8 8:15 in the morning that would be my time to train for the marathon then i would go to work i would come back once i come back from work and once i spent a little time then maybe i would spend an hour or so to writing while writing i would probably alternate so if i was really in the middle of uh, writing a novel if that uh, book had picked up momentum for those days i would not write any non fiction work so like earlier this year i finished writing my third novel 
so in february and march there were a lot of times the editors of india facts for aj the publications that i write regularly for they they kept on sending me uh, topics saying that would you like to write for that i kept on saying no because i just kind of wanted to focus so i guess it is also you you need to have that kind of a focus on the output that you want to create so so you need to decide that okay so a uh, lot of time people say that never let good be the enemy of uh, best what what is the saying yeah so i think for a writer it needs to be the other way around that you set a target of writing say a 1000 words a day 1500 words a day and at times when you are writing you realize that what you are producing is absolute bull crap and none of that is going to make to the editor understand that most of the time what you are writing a lot of that stuff gets cut out so when i wrote dark road i wrote about i think 78000 words in the first draft the final novel is 71000 words but it went through four rewrites so you have plenty of time to correct the mistakes that you are doing so do not the key is not to question yourself on the quality when you are producing the output to the next question how much of the writing process the actual craft how much of it is inspiration and how much of it is perspiration how much of it is you know a brain wave and how much of it is just sitting there by the desk every day for one hour and writing 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 okay so uh, stephen king who is again my uh, idol he said that writing a novel is like attempting to cross the atlantic ocean using a bathtub and in a very very way it is it is absolutely the truth that the whole idea of a novel is can be such inconsequential or such a small idea that you really do not know whether you should spend time following that particular it is it is like everything is a dark alley you do not know the end of it and you are just chasing headlong so for all you know so in my case i have written three novels and i think i have tried writing and abandoned at least six or seven projects so those were the projects that nothing came out of it when i started writing i thought that yeah okay seems to be a good story some of them might get revived at certain point of time some of them will never get written so a you need to be ready to have that kind of uh, hard work inspiration actually is uh, necessary but okay so uh, at the cost of sounding a little dramatic because i am always uh, i love melodrama so even though i have kept it away from my writing in real life i am a very melodramatic kind of person so i think that inspiration part uh, I, i would like to quickly tell you a story about a movie called 127 hours how many uh, have has anybody seen this movie okay now this 127 hours is is a movie about a guy who goes uh, rock climbing or doing whatever in in a deserted remote area his hand gets uh, trapped beneath a rock and nobody knows where he is he doesn't have a mobile and the 127 hours refer to the time he spends trapped in that uh, inside that rock so 5 hours and some 7 days in the end he escapes by the way spoiler alert he escapes by chewing and cutting his own arm off so so he leaves arm because he knows that there is no way for that arm to go away now uh, many ways that creative writing process is i mean uh, i do not wish to take anything away from uh, i think mr elstom i forgot his name but ralph is his first name uh, the pain that he must have suffered through i think it is i really cannot begin to imagine that but in many ways writing process is similar to that that the inspiration the inspiration of escape came to him that okay if i cannot uh, rescue my hand how about rescuing without the hand that was the inspiration because that idea literally saved his life if he would not have had that idea he would have died there but then the executing that was really painful at hundreds of times he must have questioned himself that am i crazy to be cutting off my own arm using that dull knife he doesn't even have something that will make sure that everything happens at once and he really doesn't have an escape plan a lot of times that idea of the novel idea of the book is like that i mean you may get that idea that okay i i have a book here i have a book that i think people will like to read but then the amount of pain involved to 
create a coherent narrative out of that is something that you require perspiration so i would say that that i mean that discipline and <coughs> the other part is that many times people think that lack of discipline shows some kind of artistic side i really don't believe that so i mean we have seen enough uh, artist in various uh, fields who are extremely disciplined in fact i would say that discipline is one of the most uh, defining characteristics of all successful artists so whether you take successful cricket players like sachin tendulkar or tennis players like roger federer so for all the mastery on the ground strokes and his footwork and his touch roger federer still spends 6 7 8 hours a day working out on on his craft so i think that that holds true for writers as well now we come to the last question my last question the floor will be open for you guys any anecdotes about the writing of the book that you would like to share with your readers anything funny bitter whatever okay so one thing that i always like to share so last year if you remember in uh, swaraj meet uh, both of you were there i think sharendra was also there uh, we had a session by anand ranganathan the novelist anand ranganathan and anand said that he does not like to do rewrite so which means that while he is writing he doesn't keep a target of words he might write as little as one paragraph also but he will keep on working and reworking on that till the time he gets everything exactly the way he wants down to the last comma now my style of writing is exactly opposite of that i never edit even i never even do the spell check when i'm writing so which means that while i'm writing my entire uh, file is full of those red underlines that microsoft word shows and the blue underlines that it shows spelling mistakes and what not i also have what i like to call as uh, writer's dyslexia which means that very a uh, lot of times i transpose the first two uh, letters of a word so if i'm typing what i may type is hwat a lot of times it happens now i was writing dark road uh, while writing dark road i had decided that i'll finish writing the draft in 30 days i didn't want to extend it beyond that so i had thrown the discipline even more to the wind than i would usually uh, how many of you know that there is one point of time where the microsoft word turns off that spell check function i didn't know this so what happened was that i was at about 50000 words and i received this little pop up which said that you have been ignoring this uh, a spell check and grammar thing for too long so now microsoft word is uh, turning it off and in a moment all the red lines blue lines which are there tak 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 they want i had no idea <laughs> so and then i'm thinking that okay now how do i find out whether what i'm writing is grammatically right or not right i just soldiered on for another 28000 words then what i had to do was to pick up about i think 10 15000 words at a time copy them and paste them into another file and then those yeah absolutely this happened to me so so i think that was that was something so i mean i always say that how bad do you have to be for microsoft word to say that okay i give up i mean i uh, there is only so much that i can uh, sort of uh, offer you on correction so i think that was probably the yes okay uh, this is i want to understand uh, writers block hmm. you know about it aap logo ko pata hai writers block matlab you get stuck jaise housewife main apni maa ko apni wife ko bhi dekhta hu कि कोई गेस्ट आ रहे हैं और थोड़े ज्यादा हो गए अगर नंबर में तो एक पॉइंट के बाद शी गोज ब्लैंक कि अरे अब क्या बनाना है क्या करना है तो इसलिए राइटर्स का आई नेवर बिलीव्ड इन राइटर्स ब्लॉग बिकॉज आई वाज ट्रेन इन एडवर्टाइजिंग एंड फिल्म राइटिंग सो इन फिल्म राइटिंग इट इज बिलीव दैट एवरीबडी हैज अ स्टोरी बट द पीपल हू गेट टू राइट फिल्म आर द पीपल हु एक्चुअली गेट अप इन द मॉर्निंग एंड राइट यू नो so i just finished a book of my uh, non fiction book and when i was commissioned to do that book i said ye kya hai? i mean i had time to think about it maine kaha ye to main 
I mean, it's like writing five, six scripts. I can write in a month because I know everything. Everything to the last detail is in my mind. I know what to say, beginning, middle, end. Then it's not a difficult process once you know what it. So I started writing. I wrote first three, four chapters wonderfully, and I said, okay, now it's so easy. And then I got stuck for the first time because uh, I went into thinking that I know about it, but once I started writing, I realized I know nothing, you know. And then it took me a lot of time. It took me almost eight, nine months. I just couldn't come out of it. In script writing, it never ever happened with me. Not even once. I can write a script like in three days, four. Days. People say it took me three years. It takes you two, three years to understand. I would say it took me fifty years to understand uh, the Nexel problem. But the clerical process, the physical process of writing, doesn't take too long. What I want to know is that have you ever got stuck into this writer's block? and uh, or you just write professionally uh, get up in the morning start writing at 6 how many hours you write in a day i write very fast so normally i would produce about 1000 words in an hr so that is one of the thing which uh, shefali had asked the question that how uh, how do you manage to do so many things one is that the very block i want to understand about huh. have you ever faced it okay so block for example when i was writing my first novel kumbhpur rising i took 5 years to write that novel and i took 5 years not because i was thinking some great thoughts but there were periods of time when i didn't even open the file so and uh, again i have a very unromanticized very very uh, harsh view of writers as a bunch i mean most of the time i think we all self pity us way too much so so uh, you have so i think stephen king had said that that the writer who takes 8 years between two books is not thinking pro- profound thoughts he is most likely enjoying the money that he has made of his first book so people who say that it took me 8 years to write he says that he is just dicking off so that's the word that he used uh i think again i would like to quote stephen king because i learned so much about it from the two non fiction books that he has written he said that a person who works in the movie industry or the television industry uh, needs to have a very little bit of talent a small ounce of talent and a lot of application and he said that you need to think of it not as a some kind of a, a very exotic creative process but something as mechanical as lifting up soda crate bottles and putting them in a truck that okay this is what i need to do i think what he said about that uh, holds true to the novel also what you mentioned about your book i think that happens to most of us in that so this is the middle over syndrome so in cricket also you'll see that when the power play is not there first 10 over everybody plays uh, dramatically and then between 10 over to 40th over everybody settled down into that rhythm and i think that is where the professionalism as a writer comes into picture that when you know so initially that when the idea comes you are excited to start a new project so every time i get a new story i am i'm excited that, okay come on i want to start writing about it at some point of time by the time 10000 15000 so if you take 70000 words as a length of a novel by the time you are in 15 18000 words you have introduced all your major characters you have introduced the plot so to say the complication and now you are soldiering on either you can finish the novel in the next 3000 words by giving the solution and make a 20000 word novel which you do not want to do as a professional you want to write a full fledged novel so writing those words between say 18000 20000 to 50000 when when the novel is slowly slowly you are building i mean you are putting all your pieces in place because you know that you are going to need them for your conflict resolution that takes professionalism because that part is really not fun chances are that you will not write your best scenes there so you will not write overtly dramatic your best dialogues or some kind of resolution there but you are still trying to consolidate in order to put the solution in front of the writer and there i think again i mean like i said that we should as a writer you should never allow quality to become enemy of your schedule 
so at some point of time you will realize that your what you are writing is absolute bullshit i'm sorry for using that word but uh, you need to just soldier on with that so i mean either you will realize that in the context of the par uh, context of the overall book you judge yourself too harshly in my case i think i always get down on myself whenever i'm and which is one of the reason why i actually never read what i'm writing till the time my writing is done because a lot of time then the questions start coming that i would write something that he sat on a chair and i was like where else is he going to sit i mean is he going to sit on and those are the kind of questions you you start asking yourself if you try to focus on the quality so your first job as a writer is to write the story put it there and then fortunately you will also have editors copy editors proofreaders and bunch of professionals who would come and help you out uh, dark road went through substantial amount of revisions through my editors and i think i was smart enough to understand that that is how the creative process works and we did that incidentally one of the short stories that juggernaut is publishing is called writer's block and that story is about a writer who gets blocked while writing and and how he solves it so and those who read me they know that that method cannot be good for solving the writer's block so open for questions my uh, will be happy to answer and sir i have a question that uh, a day before vivek sir tweeted a tweet that a quote that there is a difference between a politically correct mind and a correct mind actually correct mind sir my question is jab aap koi book likhte hai ya jab aapne jaise wo urban nationalism ka ek jab wo part aaya tab sir aapne kya soch ke wo likha ki main isme politically correct hu ya actual correct hu so i think i have and my hindi is really bad so i'll answer in english so uh, i think i have explained that uh, i it is never my job as a writer to preach what is right and what is correct and what is not correct having said that i think in my personal life i consider political correctness as an enemy as a personal enemy i think there are very few topics on which i am as passionate as i i believe that political correctness is leading us all to a path of a society that will be a dysfunctional society that will be a dystopian society what has started happening is that we have started forgiving actions and punishing words and the political correctness in a nutshell is where you do not mind somebody committing a crime but you do mind somebody expressing himself or herself in a particular language the other problem with political correctness is that it is like a nuclear reaction so like that atom who keeps on splitting half half in itself there is really no end to it so the words that in 20 years back i think there were fewer than 5 words that you could not say in public today if you see that that list is expanding so i really don't think that i thought of either political correctness or correctness in in my writing having said that uh, my editor uh, deleted substantial amount of uh, curse words out of it because she said that they were not working so so i would write a lot of curse words while writing and i don't mind that so the the whole point is that uh, as a fiction writer that political correctness or political incorrectness of your narrative Uh, should be dependent upon the conflict and not uh, on your intention so if i am writing about a lady called prasanna killedar who worked as a assistant commissioner of police in pune she is a maharashtrian woman a single mother mother of a 22 year old uh, daughter it is very unlikely that she will do maa behan ki gali to anybody in her course of action now if tomorrow if i write a story about a gang lord who lives in some kind of a slum or a corporator from a slum area i might uh, resort to that so i think that oh, language should be dictated by the situation and the characters that you are writing about rather than your intention thank you sir it engineer and uh, my uh, question to mayur sir is like uh, in hollywood there is a culture like 
majorly 70 to 80% movies are inspired from a novel or they are converted in like from novel to a movie so do you have some kind of plan like that first question and to vivek sir like uh, in india the genre which is uh, like not been explored is the horror thing i mean people don't go watch and it's like afterwards they say are wo utna acha nahi tha and it is not up to the mark as we can like uh, the see uh, movies in hollywood so do you think uh, what is the reason so that's my question is answer to my question is very simple if somebody comes and offers me money for my novel i'm not going to say have you ever thought it like uh, uh, it so is it a predetermined I mean, thing or matter of no i mean again like i said that i think as a writer you also need to have certain amount of uh, selflessness towards your writing so if you write targeting that okay i'll write a movie uh, i'll write a novel which can be dramatized or something like that it's really not a, a recipe uh, i have not uh, had studied a successful novel or a successful book which was written with the intent prior intention of uh, being converted into a uh, movie uh, hindi uh, pictures are not really not uh, there i do not know many uh, hindi movies which are based on novels though i know a lot of hindi movies which are based on english movies which are based on novels so that 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 can always happen uh i don't know the reason for that i don't know enough about bollywood as a industry i mean other than watching movies my knowledge about bollywood is as much as yours uh but like i said that when you start writing it is your conviction on the character and the situation that i mean you first of all need to think that this is an interesting story that i think i need to narrate to myself to start with other than that whether you are imitating chetan bhagat i mean every time somebody says the next john grisham or next stephen king or the next uh, paula hawkins novel i can guarantee you that 90% of the time it's a very dull book that they are talking about so most of the writers the the hallmark of a good writer if i take a list of 10 writers that i like and if i see the one common thing that they have between themselves they have all been extremely original so no two writers are like each other so therefore having all these intentions that okay let me see that chetan bhagat is writing a half girlfriend kind of so let me see if i can cash in on that now there have been so many novels which are in the same category as chetan bhagat has any of them achieved even 10% of the success of that i don't think so so i think as a writer your first intention should be to be original thank you uh my second question to you was like uh, in india for horror genre i mean uh, the movies are not uh, like they are made but they are not made it with that scale and especially indian audience and indian youth don't like it so what is the reason for it that they don't work also and i'm really a uh, good question you asked actually uh i you see all over the world thrillers really make lot of money you know you'll find that in hollywood lots of movies also use elements of horror just to uh, thrill the audience hamare yahan see hindi uh, i'm sorry to say we bollywood is not cinema it's not the art and science of cinema see bollywood just because it's shot on camera and it comes on a screen uh, we believe that it is a, it's cinema it's not cinema hum log picture banate hain राइट right? हम लोग फिल्म्स नहीं बनाते हैं हम लोग पिक्चर बनाते हैं कि कौन सी पिक्चर कर रहे हैं क्योंकि हमारे पूरा ये जो है जो पारसी थिएटर और जो वैरायटी शोज जो दुर्गा उत्सव में या गणपति में नहीं होते हैं 
जिसमें कोई आएगा एक स्किट भी हो जाएगी उसमें थोड़ा कॉमेडी भी हो जाएगी फिर डांस भी हो जाएगा गाना भी हो जाएगा अ टिपिकल इंडियन वे ऑफ डूइंग थिंग्स सो सिनेमा हमारे कभी एक इंडस्ट्री की तरह से शुरू नहीं हुआ इट वॉज ऑलवेज इट लाइक वेराइटी शो सडनली समबडी स्टार्टेड शूटिंग इट एंड इट बिकेम अ सिनेमा इसको द लेफ्टिस्ट द कम्युनिस्ट पीपल द रियल जेन्यूनली गुड पीपल हु वॉन्टेड पुअर पीपल जो चाहते थे गरीब लोगों को आगे एम्पावर्ड हो उन लोगों को ये लगा कि इतनी इलिटरेट ऑडियंस है इस देश की और वाकई में बहुत इलिटरेट ऑडियंस है आप वेन इट कम्स टू अंडरस्टैंडिंग द नुआंसिस ऑफ सिनेमा और लिटरेचर वी एक्चुअली आई मीन वी कॉन्ट हेल्प इट वी आर लेफ्ट लाइक दैट तो उन लोगों को कैसे कठिन से कठिन बात समझाई जाए तो जो हमारे लीडर्स थे वी शांताराम हो चाहे राज कपूर हो चाहे गुरुदत्त हो विमल रॉय हो इन के आसिफ साहब इन लोगों ने सबने सोशल मैसेज को हल्के फुल्के तरीके से गाने और लव स्टोरी के साथ आ, पेश करते थे पर आप देखिए इन सब फिल्मों में कोई बड़ा स्ट्रांग मैसेज होता था पर धीरे धीरे जब उनके बेटे लोग जो कि कभी पंजाब में नहीं रहे थे बंगाल में नहीं रहे थे जो सिर्फ बैंड्रा या मलाबार हिल या उस तरह से रहे थे जब उन लोगों के हाथ में पूरी बागडोर आई हिंदी फिल्मों की तो उन लोगों को ऐसा लगा कि इंडिया में सिर्फ लव स्टोरी चलती हैं वो ये भूल गए कि लव स्टोरी के साथ एक बहुत स्ट्रांग मैसेज जुड़ा था वॉट गांधी डेड एक्चुअली बहुत हाई कॉन्सेप्ट को सिंप्लीफाई uh, कर देना जो शैलेंद्र ने किया वर्ल्ड की सबसे कॉम्प्लेक्स फिलोसफी को सजन रे झूठ ना बोलो खुदा के पास जाना है या जीना यहां मरना यहां इसके से इस इतनी माइंड ब्लोइंग फिलोसफी को सिंपल तरीके से समझाया पर जो नेक्स्ट जनरेशन लिरिसिस्ट आए उनको लगा शायद सिंप्लिसिटी को लिरिक्स वो कहते हैं पोइट्री कहते हैं तो उन लोगों ने फिर वाहिया चीजें लिखनी शुरू कर दी सबसे बड़ी ट्रेजिडी हमारी है बैठ जाओ कोई बात नहीं सबसे बड़ी हमारी मैं इसलिए ये बात बोलना चाहता हूं सब क्योंकि आज मैं पढ़ते हुए रास्ते में आया जब बुक मुझे लगा यार बड़े दिनों बाद मैंने इतनी एक अच्छी बढ़िया सस्पेंस जो कि जिसका फोकस सिर्फ स्टोरी पे है और बाकी दुनिया से जिसका मतलब नहीं प्रॉब्लम हमारे यहां ये हो गया है कि जो पूरी नई जनरेशन जिसने बॉलीवुड को टेक ओवर किया ना तो वो कम्युनिस्ट है कम्युनिस्ट मतलब ना तो उन्हें गरीबी से कुछ लेना देना है ना उनको क्लास स्ट्रगल से लेना देना है ना उनको जाति से कुछ लेना देना है उनको दुनिया के बारे में कुछ नॉलेज नहीं जो इंडिया को जानते ही नहीं है इसीलिए आप देखिए कि जब एक महाराष्ट्रियन काम वाली बाई दिखाएंगे इतनी फेक दिखाएंगे मैं आज 20 साल से महाराष्ट्र में रह रहा हूं आई मेट अड सर्वेंट लाइक दैट एवर इन माय लाइफ जो खड़े हो कैसे हाथ रख के लंबा सा क्लीवेज दिखा के बोले ए बाबू जी तू समथिंग लाइक आई मीन आई नेवर मेट सच अ मेलो ड्रोमेटिक वुमेन माई लाइफ वेन दे शो बंगालीज एन अवर फिल्म ओके बिफोर द बंगाली कैरेक्टर एंटर्स इज एक्सेंट एंटर्स I go to Calcutta very often. I never meet those kind of people. Problem is, what they portray correct is when they talk about themselves. This urban, going nowhere youth, you know, are complex gay problems because their life is limited to broken relationships and dysfunctional families and superficial love stories. That's why you will find that most of the mass commercial films we produce, okay, are coming from the filmmakers who have no idea about India. और एक बहुत अच्छा स्कूल शुरू हुआ था रामसे ब्रदर्स का नाम सुना है आपने रामसे और हमारी सबसे अच्छी मेरे ख्याल से जो फिल्म है इस सब्जेक्ट पे सुपर नेचुरल मधुमती राइट उसको तो क्लासिक है अपने आप में आप देखिए और तो रामसे जो थे स्टोरी है कि दे वर मेकिंग लॉट्स ऑफ फिल्म बिकॉज दे वॉज नॉट मच मनी तो दे वर मेकिंग लिटिल टैकी फिल्म एंड उनका मार्केट भी था काफी बड़ा देन दे केम ऑन टेलीविजन जी हॉर शो पर हुआ क्या ये बातें लोग जानते नहीं है हम भूल भी जाते हैं आप लोग शायद ना जानते उनको इतना रिडिक्यूल किया इंडस्ट्री ने 
बाहर के लोगों ने नहीं बाहर के लोग तो उनका देख रहे थे वो दरवाजा खुलना और वो टिपिकल करते थे वो लोग आई नो इट वॉज वेरी बैड बट अ जॉनरा वॉज अलाइव यू नो उनको इतना रिडिक्यूल किया इतना रिडिक्यूल मैं उनसे मिलता हूं कई बार उनके फैमिली वाले लोगों से इतना इंडस्ट्री ने मजाक उड़ाया रही है तो देखो दरवाजा खुलने वाली फिल्में बनाते हैं ये तो ऐसे वाहियात लोग इतना कि वो मैदान छोड़ के भाग गए तो उसके बाद फिर लोगों ने हॉरर को और वॉट है बैड थिंग एंड ही ट्राइड पर धीरे धीरे फिर जब उनके नेक्स्ट जनरेशन डायरेक्टर्स टूक ओवर फ्रॉम महेश बट दे थॉट इट वर्क ओनली बिकॉज ऑफ सेक्स तो हॉर गायब हो गया सेक्स रह गया इधर से सोशल मैसेज गायब हो गया सिर्फ वो रोमांस और लव स्टोरी रह गई दिस इज द प्रॉब्लम दैट्स वाई यू डोंट सी जॉनरा फिल्म इन अवर कंट्री सस्पेंस वी डोंट हैव दैट जॉनरा हॉर वी डोंट हैव दैट जॉनरा ह्यूमर वी डोंट हैव ह्यूमर वी हैव स्लैपस्टिक राइट tragedy we don't have tragedy after anand i have not seen great tragedies you know uh, in this country in fact the genres we have invented are masala film okay family film nowhere in the world you will see a genre called family film nowhere you will hear masala film and there is one genre main tweet bhi karta hu kai baar ki india bollywood must patent it okay it's called mindless films आप देखिए बड़े से बड़े इंटेलेक्चुअल क्रिटिक्स जो हैं जो अपने को बड़ा वो तुर्रम खान समझते हैं वो भी कहते हैं इफ दे आर ऑन द साइड ऑफ द मेकर व्हाट डू दे राइट इट्स वेरी इंजॉयबल प्रोवाइडेड यू लीव योर माइंड एट होम व्हाट कैन ऑफ बुल शेर इज दैट सो आई कैन नॉट अवॉइड मराठी Indian regional film industry, okay, and Maharashtra. I would say in top three, Indian regional film industry makes better cinema than Europe. Our films, our stories, nuances are amazingly wonderful. Marathi film me kam se kam dus gina sakta hu, which are like wonderful. Hindi me apko shaydi koi film milegi aisi jo hoga. Ab South me dekhiye. Some Malayalam films are amazing. Some Bengali. I have seen a Assamese film. Can you believe it? Out of all the places, uh, 2014's film. I can't believe it. You see, you feel the pain. I mean, it's so hard, it's so hard. Films about old people. Films about different. Similarly, I'm saying now this character. When did you think of an old lady uh, in a film like this? You know, uh, Prasanna. What's her name? This is the only thing I wanted to ask you. तो मैं मैं एक ही प्रसन्ना को जान दो ही प्रसन्ना को जानता हूं एक स्पिन बोलर हुआ करते थे और एक आज मैं स्पिन नहीं कर रहा अभी लेकिन <laughs> करने लगेगा जल्दी एंड आई थिंक आई परफेक्टली आई ऑल्सो एग्री विथ वॉट अमित इज सिंग सो माई एडिटर एट जुगर नॉट शिवा प्रिया शी वुड प्रॉब्ली रैंक अमंग द बेस्ट फिक्शन एडिटर्स इन द इंडस्ट्री टूडे शी सेज दैट द बेस्ट वर्क इन इंडियन फिक्शन राइटिंग इज टेकिंग प्लेस इन लैंग्वेजेस अदर देन इंग्लिश सो सो शी हैड Uh, actually asked me ki why don't you write in marathi so i asked her ki do you not like what i write in english so she said no but i think i would be more interested in reading what what uh, you are producing in your mother tongue so yeah. so can you give your first impression last impression everybody but ultimately kaun jeetta hai ultimately jiske pas content hota hai wohi to na to ye ye galat fehmi hai ye sara modern ये किसने बताया ये सब बिकॉज सेल्समैन की नौकरी के लिए जाओगे इसलिए इंप्रेस करना पड़ेगा हाँ वो वकील हैं पर हम यहाँ पे तो सब राइटर्स और ऑथर्स कर बैठे हुए हैं सी आप एक चीज को समझने की कोशिश करिए ओके दिस इज व्हाट आई ऑलवेज वांट टू टेल पीपल 
the role of books the role of writers okay you live here how much do you know about this world you don't you don't you don't know what is happening in this world what people go through what are the complexities what are relationships you fall in love you know about a certain kind of relationship what do you know about a 80 year old man okay who just had a heart attack is serving an a uh, 75 year old wife who is suffering from cancer now that is another story that's also relationship kitne aisi cheezein jo aap jante hain is duniya mein jiske karan aapko lagta hai ki main bada smart aur intelligent aur i am so cool dude wo isliye aap jante hain kyunki aapne wo kahaniyan suni hai without stories you are nothing i am telling you there have been experiments which have been done but what technical baatein hain okay if i take out all the stories from your life you know what you'll be like a cactus so therefore you have to give value to uh, stories we think information is everything which we read in newspapers no information which is relevant today will definitely will not be relevant tomorrow okay but a story which you have heard as a 6 month old child always remains relevant until you die stories never leave us everything leave people leave you memories leave you everything leaves you stories don't leave you therefore the importance of story and the characters is so immense in our life we have to look at them from that point of view not from the point of view are kaun zyada successful hai kaun kam hai abhi chetan bhagat ki aap baat kar rahe the ki successful hai okay now successful ki i am not against anybody i'm i also love those stories but to say that chetan bhagat has created something for bollywood no what the three two three films he has uh, written i mean books he has written jispe film bani aap mujhe bataiye usse bollywood ko kaise fayda hua has it changed has it enhanced or taken uh, the uh, standard above or has it given more money to bollywood how has it contribute in our lives you know right it will contribute in your life only when those characters give you some insights those character tell you something which you don't know about when they touch you and that's why this character prasanna is so unique i mean i have i never thought of somebody like that in a in a fiction because normally you go on a linear path so that is very lateral thinking like fargo and fargo ka kisa aapko bata do there is a oscar winner film called fargo okay i'm one of the best films you can ever see a suspense detective film uski jo lead protagonist hai okay aapne to soch ke rakha hai she wasn't supposed to be pregnant okay for the opening shot they wanted a shot where everything looks white and then only slowly after 5 minutes you see two uh, headlights of a car and that happens very rarely kabhi ek aad bar hota hai saal mein so when cohen brothers planned it that year didn't happen that's it. and that that lady is his wife one of cohen brothers is his wife okay and then they had to shoot it after two, one year or two years by the time she was 8 months pregnant when they actually got that uh, location so sometimes Uh, situations also create characters but one of this is your character is brilliant very cinematic which of the story do you see in your mind's eye actually it uh, depends upon story to story so sometimes so for example when i wrote kumbhpur rising i had a fair amount of story in my mind other than the resolution so other than knowing how the good guys uh, defeat the bad guys i had pretty much every idea dark road i started writing as a oh, pretty much as a question answer to a question that okay let us see where it goes and then like i said that i i said that okay i am going to write this for exactly 30 days in 30 days if i find a resolution good if i don't i'll walk away from it but then uh, i really do not believe in uh, planning too far ahead so i would like to give a 
movie analogy. So there is a movie called Con Air, very popular crime th- action movie. So these guys take over uh, uh, aeroplane. And this John Malkovich, who is the main terrorist, he goes inside and he says that, uh, do as I say or I'll kill you. And the pilot tries to talk back and he kills the pilot. Then he puts the gun on the co-pilot and he says that, do as I say and or I'll kill you. The co-pilot says that if you'll kill me, who will land the plane. John Malkovich says, I never think that far ahead. So I think that is my uh, attitude to creative writing that I really do not try to think. I just think that, okay, this is the situation. Let us see where these people go from there. Excellent. I'm glad your plane is flying still. <laughs> where you need to pay like 30% or 40% of the budget to a star just so that the distributors would buy and you don't pay the script writer, you don't pay the dialogues uh, and you have a bad story basically, generally speaking. People who, uh, the, on the other side of the table, like the producers or uh, in case of writers, the book publishing houses, they themselves also have uh, political leanings. So. To add to his question was, uh, in filmmaking you need to get a good star and uh, for writers, you know, you yourself face a lot of uh, issues, FOE, FOS from these leftists. So, would you comment on that also, please? Let me answer that. Um, In a city, when there are lots of thieves, suddenly a lot of uh, thieves enter the city, is it a failure of citizens or is it a failure of the law enforcers? Now this can be a debate. Now in film industry, see star system is everywhere. Okay, but the misuse of star system is not everywhere. Right? Stars are stars. I mean anybody, Sachin Tendulkar was a star, you know. But he did not misuse his, uh, misuse his stardom. Now what is happening here? This is happening in Bollywood in last 10 to 15 years, primarily because the industry has been taken over, what Kangana Ranaut calls nepotism, not very, uh, I mean, she doesn't talk in black and white, which I can afford to. Actually, when uh, uh, Yash Chopra's son took over, when uh, Yash Johar's son took over, when Javed Akhtar's son took over, all these sons uh, and daughters started taking over, their parents had come from villages and all those places. Look at Yash Chopra's films. I mean, some of the best films he has made in this country and so enlightening film. Look at the issue in Diwar. I think amazing. Who will make a film like that? Who will make a film like Lame? I mean, it's, it's such a wonderful film on relationships, questions, ethos. And it, it was a very rebellious film, Lame. Okay, you are in love with a woman. She dies and tomorrow her daughter falls in love with you. Is it a crime to love her back? You know, it's wonderful uh, themes. What happened? These people had never ever gone out of uh, Bombay. In fact, uh, uh, Karanjwar himself said in an interview, it's on YouTube, I fell down laughing. He said that my whole idea of when he first time I went to Punjab, I was shocked because I my whole idea of village was what I had seen in Yash Uncle's films. And which is true, most of these people have no idea, you know, they think, they don't even know that there is a difference between tribals and naxals, they think it's the same thing, they think naxal is some kind of tribals, you know, jaise hote hain, bhoat saare alag alag tribals hote hain, usi tarah se naxal unka naam hai, they have no clue, they are totally clueless about India, and that's why you will see that the kind of films we make, most of the films we make, uh, are really a sad commentary on any kind of creativity. I was falling in that trap, then luckily I just got out of it, and I am willing to sit here and be
be with different kind of people, then be part of somewhere. You can't sit with them for 15 minutes. They have no idea about India. And so much money has come in. Another problem with stars is why nobody is interested in doing good films? Because 90% of your money is coming from dancing in uh, weddings and uh, just going to award functions. So why would you be interested in cinema? Tell me something. Tomorrow if he starts making a lot of money, okay, just by going to functions, why will he write another book? Like you said, that the gap between two books. And what you were saying was, it's all crap. It's all crap. But then you faced it when you tried to uh, showcase your movie across, across the country. Forget that. Forget that. Just few days ago, there was some very uh, stupid... See, my problem is what? My issue is simple. In every single department, we find a template from West and we start make, doing things like that. Okay? Even our publishers, what our publishers are trying to do. Okay, they've got a template, they're doing that. Music company, they have a template and they've got from Broadcatcher. Everybody wants to make web series. Has anybody thought why are we making web series? Right? And when we make web series, we are making the same television content on web series. Why would anybody want to do that? The problem is that we are a lost generation. Okay, technology and the development and the new concepts and ideas of coolness and the ideas of, you know, social uh, 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 vogueness, all these have come so fast, so fast that only a very certain section of society has adapted that. Okay, all these pubs and bars and all those things, okay, this is who goes there, a very small percentage of our society. But since it's so visible in urban areas, people who control the narrative, they think perhaps this is good. Yashraj made a, a web series, I don't know what it was called, on youth. You see it, one of the, I mean, you will die of shame. The meaning of youth is that gali do, okay, come kapde pano, okay, uh, gay jokes karo. You have to be a gay if you want to be an urban youth today and to be cool. The idea of coolness is absolutely wrong. That's why films like Dangal work, because they're really Indian cool. You know, and all these films with Rithik Roshan and all these people make the don't work. So the whole problem is of perception. The 70-80% people in this country, like I had day before I had, was in a party and I had a massive debate on cow. You know, cow, the beef. I eat, I have my children eat, I have no problems. But you don't Twitter who can go back to his house and say, Hey mom, why don't you cook some beef for me tonight? A typical Hindu average family may possible. You have to say that I have got uh, cow meat, let's cook beef and enjoy. You have to so, when you have Indian family in India, you have to say that beef is not beef is not going to be able to do it. What kind of communication is this? This is India. So, about every single thing you will find, our films are wrong, absolutely wrong. They think going to an uh, old mandir and singing that song, Heather, I have to tell you, I have to tell you. वो गाना कौन सा था हैदर में सुहान अल्लाह या इंशाल्लाह इंशाल्लाह तो मंदिर में गाना जो है वो एक रिबेलियस एटीट्यूड है एक सेकुलरिज्म का तरीका आई टोटली अग्री आई हैव नो प्रॉब्लम्स विद एंटी थॉट्स प्रोवाइडेड यू कैन डू द सेम थिंग रिवर्स यू कैन गो टू सम मस्जिद एंड यू कैन आल्सो सिंग जय शिव जय शिव और हरि राम हरि राम कैन यू सिंग दैट 
वेन यू कैन डू दैट देन यू आर अ करेक्ट कॉन्टेंट इंडस्ट्री तो कॉन्टेंट का हमारा सबसे बड़ा प्रॉब्लम यह हो गया है कि जो हम कॉन्टेंट वाली फिल्में हैं उसको कोई इसलिए नहीं देखता देर इज नो हाई पराउंड दैम बट इफ यूल सी the films the stories the books which make difference in society are not chetan bhagat books you know which are hyped up the films which make difference is films like court choti choti filme jo hai small innocent stories hai abhi maine ventilator dekhi marathi ki a wonderful film great idea you know so like that are amazingly good stuff but if you expect from the mainstream bollywood i think mainstream bollywood today is exactly what congress was in 2013 or 2014 okay which is a good news also it's almost on the verge of collapse so some new light is going to come audience thank you mayuresh thank you shifali um okay now we have this uh, lucky draw khulja simpson which mayuresh will decide where it goes so we have a surprise gift kisha Thank you, Mayush. Congratulations on the lucky winners. I won't say winners, but yeah. Okay, may I request Shailendra to please come and give us a word of thanks. I hope you had a very enjoyable discussion today, uh, knowing about uh, Mayush's novel. also listening to him and understanding the creative process how he looks at it lot of you know myths which we have around creative process like writers block for example right or the you know the amount of creativity versus you know inspiration versus perspiration so mayur has really unique thoughts on that and i was really glad to listen to that hope hope many of you if you are thinking of writing a novel like i have been thinking for quite some time might get some inspiration from there and put in some perspiration to make it a reality so i really appreciate all of you coming over here uh, most of us you know we sort of propagate uh, these indic you know academy uh, events through social media right so and really people turning up purely on that invitation is something that we are really grateful about so thanks sunday evening is a time for family you know relatives social social networking and you are here so we really appreciate that and thanks a lot to you for that uh obviously we thank vivek who is a chief guest today and he kindly agreed to grace us with his presence today uh, he is very busy we know his schedule but uh, when we told him about uh, you know launching mayurish's book he was very happy and said he will come here so thanks thanks vivek for that and thanks also for sharing your experiences with us uh thanks uh, shefali for that you know insightful q and a session uh shefali can think of those questions which you know sometimes we are not able to think of so really thanks for that uh, and you know grilling so to say uh, mayuration couple of aspects 
thanks gauri for you know uh, comparing this session right right from the beginning and really helping us with that uh, i'll you know sort of thank us the team uh, the indic academy pune coordinators for arranging this so doesn't include me only the other people also seated here so thanks to them uh, and then uh, we thank uh, mccia uh, for making this facility available to us and a very enjoyable uh, you know kind of an infrastructure that they have built so thanks to them as well and uh, with this i would also like to mention to you about the next event that we are you know conducting which is on sunday 6th of august so that just uh, two weeks from now so uh, we have in navalmal firodia seminar hall east on fifth floor so i think today's invite wrongly mentioned 505 i think that is the address of that also we got it mixed up somehow so on that we have uh, vishwa adluri professor of philosophy religion and art history at hunter college in new york talking to us about the enduring meaning of mahabharata so please be there so it's about two weeks from now so 6th of august same time 6 o'clock in the evening so hope to see all of you there and please also tell your friends we'll be of course sending the invite to all of you hmm? so thanks everybody again and uh, i now declare this event as closed thank you